We are back. We are live. Football has completed. It's uh, it's actually Sunday night. Sunday night. Uh, the game's just completed. Sunday night game, kind of dry. But there was some drama and excitement for me at the end of this Cowboys game. Although I came up on the losing end, it was what football is all about. Had me on the edge of the seat. I wasn't. I'm not a Dallas fan. I'm not a Saints fan, but. Because I had the Dallas kicker down by two points with the game on the line. All they had to do was get in field goal position. I could have won my fantasy match. And you didn't. And I didn't. Why? Because it's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. The Cowboys strike again. It was That was bad. The moment you need them to do something for you, they disappoint it's you. It's all good. It, it really did, though. It, it, it's funny because as the games was going on early in the day, there was a lot of struggles happening in my in my main fantasy league. Um to the point where I was I was I was irritated. Like mentally and physically bothered by this games going on. And uh I had to take a I had to take a break. Cuz I was like, why am I letting this affect me so heavily? This is crazy. And it's not even my team. Like, I wasn't even worried about... By the time I was watching some of the Patriots games, because I, I usually watch Red Zone on Sundays. I don't watch just my Patriots. Um, I didn't even care. It was like... I actually expected a low-scoring game against the Bills. Um, and I expected a struggle. Um, I even said it. I wouldn't be surprised if we did get upset. But, you know, thankfully we pulled that off. Yeah, even though they had mad chance, they had mad chances to to. If they had Josh Allen, I think they they would have had a better chance. And we talked about this earlier in the week with Ken. Shout out to Ken. He owed me ten dollars because I told him the Bills was going to score on our defense. Um, (laughs) 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 With Josh Allen, with Josh Allen, he he threw a whole bunch of picks, had a whole bunch of turnovers, three. But he's the guy that at the end of the game you can. I wouldn't say necessarily rely on, but you have confidence that he can he could put a drive together. Yeah, absolutely, and he's he's a dual threat. You know, if you're playing man coverage, you turn your back on him, he could take off and run for twenty something yards. So. Absolutely. So, how, one question for you: How do you feel about that hit? So, for those who didn't watch the game or or may have missed this, Josh Allen took off, ran ran the ball about I think it was about nine ten yards. Yeah, and he got smacked, blasted, smacked by a cornerback, Jackson. And they threw a flag. Hit on a defenseless runner. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the big thing is because he got hit in the head. So, um, how do I feel about it? I mean, I feel like, I mean, one, it's football, right? They've made a they've made a, a conscious effort to try to eliminate plays like that from the game. So, obviously, the flag was justified. Like, there's no doubt that it should have been a penalty. Um, Interesting point was I was listening to interviews that they were doing in the Buffalo locker room. They're like, if we had that hit on twelve, aka Tom Brady, we'd be ejected. That we're not even we're not just getting flagged. We're getting ejected, and we're getting hit with a huge fine, which I think is fair. Right? I think that's a fair. I think that's an assumption. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fair assumption, though. I think that's a fair assumption to make. I think it's fair to those who 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 think Tom Brady's favored all the time, which. I mean, it, I think people, not even as a fan, I think he gets some calls, but I think a lot of the greats got calls. Think about Jordan. Jordan was, oh, oh, he yeah. was showered with calls. They got call, and you got to think about it. And, and th- this is my response to everybody that says that. Okay, yeah, I mean, 
I'm not saying you're wrong, but the thing is, at the end of the day, you got to understand the NFL is a business, and the job of a business is to make money, and Tom Brady is one of the NFL's greatest assets. Yeah, I, I understand that, and I, that's a that's an interesting perspective. But I also feel like, if so, as a fan, even as a Patriots fan, if that was Tom Brady and he got smacked like that, I'd be, I'd be like, damn, you he know. But at the end of the day, it was a it was legal. I mean, that's how how is he a how are you a defenseless runner if you're running the ball? So if he don't hit him, like if he don't hit him, what are you gonna just he's gonna Josh Allen gonna continue running for another 10, 20 yards? Yeah, it does. That doesn't make sense to me because if that's a running back, same way, are they calling that? Yeah, he's going to the ground. No, he he wasn't going to the ground. I gotta look at that replay now. And he's gonna and he got hit in that. The thing is the head, the head area. Okay. I I mean that, that I would know. be that's, I I that's personally don't like turn. it. Now people might think I'm. I mean I don't mind the penalty, right? You're trying to avoid plays like that, right? And it's been I didn't like the penalty. It's been a conscious effort by the NFL for years to avoid contact to the head and neck area. Pause. That should sound crazy. I really got to hit up the <laughs> NFL and tell them they got to change that language. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, just in the state of the NFL, you have to know, right? You have to know that. Like, just how they say about defensive backs and how it's so hard to play defensive back because the way the game favors offense, right? You need to know the way games have been, have been being called and play accordingly if you don't want to get fine fouls. And it's unfortunate yeah, and they, because they, it takes away from the game. Football is a physical game. I mean, there's no way around it. And when you sign up to play football, you know you're putting the body your body on the line. Yeah. You know you are. There was um, yeah, what game was that? Oh, it was the Lions game, the Lions-Chiefs game. And I think it was Nicole Hardman that got slammed. Yeah. Did you see that play? Yep. And to I thought it was funny to be honest. Like, Some people get like, slammed like, like that. It I was, mean, it's like wrestling. Shit. Yeah, but it wasn't like. I mean, he didn't get hurt. He could have, I guess. I see what what the NFL is doing, but. And 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 for them to call the flag, it's it's going across to what they've been doing because they've been calling that penalty, like they called it on the Bears Packers game. And uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just so used to the yeah, the physical the, the part physical of football. Part of the thing football. is, too, like, I mean, for us who grew up playing football, I mean, football, player safety has gotten pushed to the forefront so much more in these, say, past five to ten years in playing football. So when we were growing up, like, it didn't. It really didn't matter. Like, if you slam somebody, like, yo, that's a, that's, that's that's a, a good, good hit. hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now it's like you slam somebody – you know, you're personal foul, and you better watch out. You're getting kicked out the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's tough because when you're playing a game like football, you have to walk that fine line of, all right, you need to keep it true to what football is while walking that line of, all right, player safety in football. Yeah. Because at the point, I mean, the way that it's going, we might it might become the National Flag Football League, right? I mean, if you're really so concerned about player football, you might end up going that way. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough. I think that's we'll, – we'll, 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 we'll talk a lot more on that subject. Oh, yeah, especially as – I know we're going to have more controversial calls as the season co- goes on, especially when it pertains to that. So this is yeah. installment number one. Anyways, let's move on. So last week we hit you guys with the rapid-fire questions. We're going to go back to it again. We're going to do the fake or real, the fluke or real. We're going to go through this schedule, and Quan's going to tell us if the game was a fluke or if it was a legit victory or loss for either side. So we're going to start 
with our Thursday night football game. Eagles defeating the Packers at Lambeau Field, 34-27. to Quick tidbit, the Eagles are actually 5-0 and on Thursday night primetime games under Doug Peterson. Is this a f- real win for the Eagles or is it like a fluke performance by the Packers? It was a real win. It was also a real, it was a real loss. Okay, hey, so real on both sides. So I sounded terrible how I explained that, but <laughs> let me break this down. The Eagles should have lost that game. But being the Packers, and you can listen to, you know, older podcasts of us talking about this, they don't have, they don't have an identity. And when you're throwing the ball four times, doing the same play at the goal line, what do you expect? Yeah. You pick, got picked off. <clears throat> you got Adam Jones, who's been running really good for them. Just hand the ball off. Minnesota did that yesterday, and they threw the ball out to Thielen. It went out of bounds. The yeah. next play, they ran the ball down the cook touchdown. It's like wh- wh- you're trying to be too creative at that point. Yeah. I, I, I forgot who I was watching with the, and they was talking about X's and O's. At the end of the day, you just run your route, run a quick slant, run an out route. Just yeah. run the ball. It's, it's that simple. It's, they try to complicate the game too much, and it's like, why? Ended up costing them. Yeah. So I think that the, I still think the Eagles are trash. Shout out to Gmo. And I still think Aaron Rodgers is far from the GOAT. Shout out to everybody else I know. Two interesting points you just <clears throat> made there at the end. I'm actually going to shove them for a little bit later, and we're going to move on. Uh, so early slated games. We got Tennessee going to Atlanta. The Titans defeating the Falcons 24-10. to <clears throat> A.J. Brown with two receiving touchdowns. Um, how do you feel about this game? So I feel great. I, I've told you before I'm a believer in the Titans. Yep. I know they had a tough game against Jacksonville. Was it last Thursday? Um, I do have. I still believe in them. Mariota showed up. Yeah, he did. Bowled out. Perfect time because they was talking about putting him on the bench. And I thought about it. I was like, if they put him on the bench, it's going to kill his confidence. Is he going to come back to the like a starting position ever at that point? You know what I mean? Because whoever they're bringing in, they're pretty much saying, this is your job to lose now. It's Ryan Tannehill, isn't it? <clears throat> yeah, but so I'm glad he performed. I think Tennessee is a is still a good football team, even though they struggled against Jacksonville. That's a divisional game, and they showed improved. Like that, Mike Vrabel was a good coach. Yeah, um, that's how I feel about the Titans. The uh, Falcons, I I don't think the Falcons has been the same since. Uh, that's that 28-3 Super Bowl by my lovely Super Patriots. Bowl hangover. Yo, that's, play, that's two teams that the Patriots destroyed in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, like, destroyed them as far as confidence. Later on, they're, they're struggling. And, you could, and we're going to get to that other team a little bit later on. Yeah. I mean, I think <clears throat> an interesting point on both these teams. Number one, the Titans. Everybody in the AFC South is 2-2. Two and two, So that division is wide open. Yep. Um, and the Falcons aren't too far behind, right? The NFC South, I mean, it's pretty much wrapped up by the Saints, especially if they continue to win with Teddy Bridgewater, which we're going to get to a little bit later. Yeah, I want to talk about him. But, um, I mean, of course, I think we both expect the Saints to lose a couple games and maybe give up some headway on the NFC North. I'm sorry, the NFC South while Drew Brees is out, which gives the other teams maybe a chance to kind of catch them or put them in a better position. Next game, this was a huge game in the AFC North. Browns, Ravens, Cleveland goes into Baltimore, defeats the Ravens 40-25. to How do you feel about it? Real victory, fluke by the Ravens. Oh, uh, I didn't watch this game, like, in depth yet. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna actually log on to NFL Game Pass and watch this game thoroughly. Yep. Um, in all honesty, the way that Earl Thomas was talking about, like he's tired of hearing about the Browns. I thought this was gonna be a spooky game for the Browns. Mm-hmm. So shout out to them for coming. They went to Baltimore and just put in work. They went to Baltimore. And Odell, did, Odell didn't even go crazy. It's really Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb went. Landry went crazy, too, Nick, before yeah, he went out. Yeah, Nick Chubb was going ham. I mean, for me, I think, honestly, this is something that, uh, for Cleveland, this is a huge victory, right? And this is the offense that we've been wanting to see, right? They, I think this is the first game they really finally kicked it into gear, and we finally saw the, ex- the explosiveness. Obviously, they had an explosive play against the Jets, but that was the Jets, Um so th- I think this is what we wanted to see. The Nick Chubb, the running game with Nick Chubb, obviously Baker slinging the ball. I think this is more, for me, I think this is more telling of the Ravens, right? Like you give up 40 points at home and you're supposed to have one of the stoutest defenses. So I think uh, finally we see Lamar Jackson facing a decent defense. I mean, he performed okay. Yeah. He didn't light it up like he has been. I think this is a wake-up call to the Ravens, right? They started out hot 2-0, and last, lost their last two. Granted, they lost against Kansas City and now Cleveland. I think, um, you know, the NFC North is going to – sorry, the AFC North is going to be a lot more interesting than we thought. Yeah, well, I, I thought that the Ravens would pull it out by one game. So I don't think that – I'm surprised. I think that it's going to go down to the wire. That division usually does go down to the wire, but it's usually Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Yeah. So – I still think it's going to go down to the wire uh, because I believe in Jim Harbaugh. So, yeah, I mean, I still like the Ravens, too. I think. So, I think, yeah, I think they'll, I think they'll be seen. fine. I think, if anything, they'll know that you can't underestimate this team in the next game. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think it was, a, it was a good game, divisional game. It was a big win for the Browns, but <clears throat> I still have no worries for the Ravens. I actually like Lamar Jackson still. Um We'll see. Me too. So do you feel like if the Ravens go into Cleveland, they get that victory? I think they can. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next game on the slate, we already talked about a little bit, but uh, Patriots going into Buffalo, defeating the Bills 16-10. It was a match of unbeaten teams. That's a huge one for the Patriots in the AFC East. Big win. Uh, Tom Brady's actually 16-2 in his career in Buffalo. That guy's the goal. Also... I believe it was either the last three or four starts in Buffalo. The Patriots have won without Tom Brady throwing a touchdown pass. Defense. Our defense is real. We talked about this in the yeah. prior podcast. Um, we we improved. Yeah. I did call, like I said, shout out to Ken. He owes me some money. Uh, the Bills would score on this defense. Um, I know the Bills is not a, it's not a, it's not a walkover team. People who actually listened to the podcast last week, Knows that I ha- that I believe they could upset the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that defense is that good. They can control the clock with running the ball, and that's really all you have to do. And you know, make a few plays at the end of the game. I mean, that's it. That that's the formula. I mean, I think that's the the mark of a great team is knowing that, and also having the pieces where okay, if the offense is not there, now it's the defense is trying to step up in the special teams because they yep. had a special teams touchdown. Matthew yep. Slater with a block punt. Touchdown. Yep. So that's the mark of a great team. Granted, you know, Buffalo without Josh Allen, part of the game, do I feel like they win that game? No, still not necessarily. I mean, he was struggling three picks, but like, as we spoke about a little bit earlier in the podcast, he's still a threat because he can run the ball. Yeah. And, I mean, all you need is one 
good play at the end of the game if it's a one score game. Shout out to Bills Mafia, man. Yeah, I mean, they turn up. They're loyal. They turn up. They're, they're loyal. Um, so speaking of those Chiefs, let's move on to that next game. Chiefs defeating the Lions 34 to 30 in Detroit. Chiefs have now won 11 straight games in the month of September. How do you feel about this game? Oh, this game drove me crazy. I was so frustrated for this game for many reasons. The main reason, like we talk about, fantasy football is huge to me. Like, it just makes you appreciate all the games instead of just your team. Yeah. With that being said, I had Godwin on. I have Godwin in a lot of in a lot of oh my, my goodness. teams, and I don't know why, but I for the first time I started watching like NFL Live and uh, the Fantasy Football Show, and everybody's like Godwin's hurt. He's hurt, and they're playing a tough Rams defense. So it's like, you know, do you really want to play him? And I did, but they was like, man, we're not even sure if he's gonna play. He's expected to play, but we're not sure if he's going to, and he's the 4 o'clock game. So I'm like, all right, so I can possibly play him, and he and he sits out, and I'm, I'm, now, I'm now I'm hurting. Or I could play Nicole Hardman, the explosive receiver in Kansas City, who's yeah. been – he has the – actually, he has the most yards uh, in the air for catching okay. in the league. Yep. So I'm like, all right, he's got big play potential in a dome with Mahomes. I'm going to take the, the, the higher risk, but also – actually, at that point, I don't think it's a higher risk because, no, because he's potentially not playing. There but was, There was a point where they are like, Godwin's probably not going to there's play. More, there was a more upside, in my opinion. So, man, I was frustrated. <laughs> I was so frustrated. I wanted to throw everything. I, I don't know. I get too crazy sometimes. But there was some – I had so, – so, real quick, I had Sammy Watkins in my lineup. Jeez. He fumbled. Nicole Hardman, I had in my lineup. He fumbled. Mm-hmm. Stafford, I had in my lineup. He fumbled. <laughs> I was I was so aggravated with this game. You changed your, you changed your team name to Butterfingers? Man, not only that, it was a good game, though. Like, the actual game was good. It went yeah. down to the wire. Mahomes did what he does. Mm-hmm. Stafford actually played really good. You know, yeah, absolutely. They had a touchdown called back uh, earlier. In, uh, when, when Stafford, Yeah, when Stafford actually... Um, Fumble the yep. play after on Galladay, but um, to me it looked like he had two feet down. But at the end of the day, it was a great game. It was an entertaining game, and it was full of like you know drama with with Stafford driving the ball down the field, throwing a touchdown that catch to Galladay. That was a that was a crazy that was a crazy, crazy catch. catch. I think if anything, that one was more sus than, than the, the other one. one. Yeah, I agree. But since they called it a touchdown on the field. I mean, my opinion in this game, this was a huge win for Kansas City, keeping pace with New England and the AFC as far as home field advantage. Detroit's, even though they allowed 34 points, I think Detroit's defense surprised me a little bit as far oh, as yeah. how great they played. Yeah. Without, Patrick Mahomes had zero passing touchdowns yeah, in this game. That was frustrating. I played all his receivers. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> of, of all people, Patrick <clears throat> Mahomes in a dome, you're thinking he's going to light it up. Yeah, and he comes and puts up a donut in the passing touchdown yeah. department when they have guys like Watkins and McCall but it was and that's Robinson. what I'm saying. And we talked about this. We talk about this all the time. Sometimes the stats doesn't always tell the tale of the tape, though, because Absolutely. if you watch that game, he threw a touchdown to Sammy Watkins. He just didn't. He didn't control the ball, and yep. this guy punched it out. 
That was a great play by the Lions defense. Yeah. Like you just said. I mean, the Lions defense was very surprising. I mean, honestly, for the Lions, I mean, this was a tough loss, but I feel like if the if the Lions threw up their schedule at the beginning of the year and was going through, like, which games are we going to win and which one are we going to lose, I feel like this one was a a loss. Obviously, you think you're going to go in and you're going to win every single game, but I'm I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't have been surprised if they lost this game. Yeah. I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't really hurt them as far I mean, as they, keeping pace in the NFC North either. Th- that's another reason why I, I I thought the Kansas City receivers would produce so well is they lost Slay. Slay didn't play that game, who's Detroit's best corner. Yep. And it messes, you know, it, it it messes up the lineup for their defense. But they they came through. They played a good game. Um, I was actually shocked when I realized, man, these guys are undefeated still because they had the tie. The tie in Arizona. But yeah, I was like, wow. So I think Detroit still has, you know, great that division shaping up to be way more interesting than we thought, especially when we don't know what's going on with Mitch Trubisky yet. Oh yeah, forgot he got injured. We could talk about that game since. Yeah, like, well, no, we still got a couple more in the early right. slate. So next game up, we got an inter-league matchup: Panthers, Texans. Panthers going into Houston, winning sixteen to ten. Interesting. That little, was a shock to me. Interesting little tidbit: the Panthers have three wins in their last twelve games, and those three wins were the three games Kyle Allen started. That's not interesting to me. So they are zero and nine <laughs> in their last games that Cam Newton has played. Cam, Cam, he's. I'm not giving him excuses because I think he's. I already talked about his leadership to me, but he's been hurt. Did you see the interview where he said he was actually more hurt than he let on? Yes. To his own team. Yep. I mean, it was big of him to say that and come out because it's you know it was already under the rug, so he didn't really have to say that, but. You know, he did jeopardize his team by playing going out there, yeah, and himself, yeah, by playing. And it, I mean, it showed. I think the interesting thing. I think this kind of speaks. Obviously, great job, Ron Rivera, the coaching staff. You guys won the game in Houston. The defense played great. I mean, with the Texans. Yeah. What I mean, what's going on? Obviously, the Panthers have a, a decent defense, but still, I mean, ten points. They their their offense was explosive last yeah. year. So, obviously. Uh, their last matchup didn't didn't score a lot of points, and then the week before that they played against Jacksonville. Obviously, that's a tough game as well. Well, I think it was because they started to have DeAndre Hopkins act like he was a quarterback and throw the ball across the field. I mean, it's just that's a guy. <laughs> I mean, that's a great point. So, like, why would you do that? I mean, the, it's been real. I think this has really been one of the biggest shockers is the Texans' lack of offense. Yeah, uh, I I don't I didn't give up on them yet. Deshaun Watson is. He's the real deal. But the biggest thing that I took away from that loss, actually, did you see what happened with Deshaun Watson after the game? When they when they asked him a question and he's like dissected the whole defense? No. Oh, no, what happened to him? He went back on the field and started taking more reps. Jeez. Yeah. That's – I respect that. That's crazy. After a full game. Wow. I respect that. So, I don't – I always thought Deshaun Watson was a great quarterback anyways. He was killing his rookie season, got hurt. You know the story, but I'm not giving up on them yet. They still got one of the best receivers in the game. And a fantastic defense. And a good defense. I actually picked up their defense two minutes before the game started. And, you know, even though they lost, they still got me more points because my other defense was the Bills. And as much as I believe in them, 
against the Patriots. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, can't do it. So, yeah. and it ended up paying off because I won that. Shout out to Omar, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Next game, Raiders going into Indianapolis, defeating the Colts 31-24. I mean, I, I think it's a great win for the Raiders. T- that Obviously a tough loss for the Colts. Had a chance to go up a whole game on, on everybody in the division. I'm not sold on the Raiders, period. Obviously, I mean, they're not doing anything. They're not going to do anything as far as postseason-wise. So, Yeah, but then if that's the case, then that's a lot of the teams that we're even talking about. No, I get you. I mean, they're hanging around, <clears> right? <throat> and obviously, I mean, no, I don't think anybody thought they were going to be 2-2. Two and two. I think a lot of people had the Raiders pegged as, like, bottom six teams in the NFL. Yeah. But I like Coach Gruden, man. You know what I like about Coach Gruden? When he was in the booth on Monday night. I, yeah, I love that. I think Gruden... Gruden and Romo, Gruden, Romo, and uh, Collinsworth, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's his passion, man. Every play on that sideline, he is animated. Chucky is animated. That guy, when they got that pick six, this guy was like, you could just tell, like he was enjoying the game, fired up. And you gotta appreciate that when people have that passion for what they do. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I'm not mad at. I mean, the Raiders. It's good to see that they're getting wins because you don't want to see John Gruden lose his job after, especially what happened this offseason with the whole Antonio Brown saga and things like that. Because I think, you know, Antonio Brown's good for at least a win, right? Like an extra win. On <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, that's how good he is. Right? Yeah. he. They, yeah. So, I mean, it's good to see them at least treading water. Yeah. Well, this guy, uh, Wallen is standing up, stepping up. Yeah, Waller, yeah. Waller's stepping up. Tyrell Williams, he's obviously the real deal. Josh Jacobs. I know. Can you imagine Tyrell Williams with Antonio Brown on the field? Because it's all it's gonna do is open up more opportunities. Exactly. And Tyrell's a real he's a deep he's a deep threat. So Jesus. I mean it's it would have been really fun to see, but unfortunately A B went crazy. So do you feel like the Colts is how do you feel about the Colts? Because you said that division's wide open and they just lost to the Raiders. I mean, so if I had to pick anybody in the division right now to win it. I would probably st- still lean towards Houston. Okay. Just because of their offense and because of their defense. I feel like they're the most complete team in that division. Okay. Uh, but with the way, the way of everybody's played, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville ended up winning it. Like, honestly, like, if anybody comes to the end of the season and they're like, oh, this team won the AFC South, I'm like, yeah, or whatever. I mean, All I right. wouldn't be surprised. All right. Like, 9-7 and seven could easily win that division. All right. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if we really even want to talk about this, but uh, Chargers going to Miami, beat the Dolphins 30-10. to 10. Everybody's beating the Dolphins. The Dolphins was hanging around they for were like hanging the around whole half. For a while. Yeah, for a whole half. So <laughs> shout out to them. Shout out to them. That's, that's a win. That's something to build on right there. Shout out to Frazier. Man, this guy's a loyal Dolphins fan. I don't know why. Actually, I got a lot of Dolphins. My cousins. Your cousins, yeah. Manny, it, Sammy, it's a, Diego. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a tough Tough season so far for you guys. Tough 30 decades. <laughs> Three decades for these guys. They got the perfect season, though. Yeah, they do. That's, uh, a, that's like the Giants bringing up beating the Patriots. Like, no, it's not. Nobody remembers that. Nobody Everybody like remembers that. that. Well, you stop it. Right, speaking, speaking, of, speaking of them, we're not going to spend too much time on the Chargers-Dolphins game. Honestly, there's not a whole lot of analysis to be found there. Melvin Gordon obviously returned to the team. Did he play? I didn't uh, see no, him play. I don't believe so. Uh, Austin Eckler obviously doing Austin Eckler things. Actually, I want your take on this. Do you feel like 
they should just hand the ball right back to Melvin Gordon. No. He showed up? No. No. I don't think so. And the reason being is Eckler was there. He's been balling. He's been doing a great job. Why do that? I understand Melvin Gordon. He's a, he's a top talent. But I wouldn't just hand hand it off to, to Melvin Gordon like that. I think Austin. But they're not going to either because I already seen a report that um, they're going to, you know, limit his snaps for the next game against Denver. Yeah. I mean, I think it's interesting because Austin Eckler proved why the Chargers did not give in to Melvin Gordon. Oh, yeah. They don't need Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Right? I think that's the interesting thing. Uh, but moving on to the next game. Wait, we didn't even talk about your Giants. Yeah, moving on to the next game. Giants at home defeat the Redskins 24-3. to We finally saw the rookie quarterback matchup, Dwayne Haskins. Daniel Jones, even though Haskins came in because Case Keenan was absolutely dreadful in this game. I mean, honestly, I think it, it's what I expected going in. I knew this was going to be a win for us just because Washington has just been terrible. Terrible. No Terry McLaurin, which I'm extremely upset about yeah. because they said that he was definitely probable when he was in my lineup. And then I get out of church and game started. And what happened? He's out. <laughs> and Godwin is on the bench. Yeah, that was tough. Tough game, tough life. Anyways, I mean, I'm not surprised by the outcome. I think it's it's good to see Haskins, and I think I think that bought Gruden a little more time because I think he proved to everybody that Haskins is not ready. Haskins was not ready to come in. He hasn't. They even said he hasn't taken a lot of snaps with the first team. Well, they saw him. In my opinion, like I I I felt confident the Giants was going to win. Um. But at the same time, I, f- I don't like the way Haskins was put into the game. I felt like he was not set up for success, especially coming in as a rookie quarterback. It, it just, to me, it was a bad situation. You don't have your best receiver because Terry's obviously their, yeah, their best, best receiver. Yeah, their best receiver. Um, he's, in my opinion, he's one of the top for rookie rookie of the year. Yeah, he's been already spawned. Um, and it was a tough it was a tough game going up there. I I don't I don't agree with it. It was good to see him out there. I guess like we said last week where you, you get thrown into the fire type of situation, but uh yeah, it obviously didn't play out well for him and we'll see what happens going forward. No, I, then I, we I, play they play us next week. They play the Patriots. Yeah, and I mean I watched the whole interview uh with Jay Gruden and I watched it and I honestly I, I think it was more of a pressure thing from up above. Like, all right, like this isn't working, this isn't working. Let's see what he has. Let's see what he got. And honestly, I think if now wasn't the time, then when would you even get to see him? Because you don't put him in against the Patriots. If if you're talking about a confidence thing, oh yeah, he threw three interceptions against the Giants defense. Imagine how many he would have threw against the, the Patriots defense. Yeah, I mean, right? Unless and, they, I mean, and then, I mean, the thing is too, like the Washington still is waiting on Colt McCoy to come back. Like that was their guy. Yeah. Until Keen until he got hurt and then Keenan was playing. So I think I'm I'm okay with Dwayne Haskins coming in and playing. I I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think if he would have started the game it would have been a lot different. As opposed to throwing him in mid game. I don't even think in my opinion, I'm not even like a I don't like I don't dislike Case Keenum. But I didn't watch that game to be like, Oh, you should have just pulled him. So my opinion I mean, on I, that I watched the game. And Case Keenan was missing throws. I mean, granted, Haskins was missing throws too, but, I mean, he's a rookie. He hasn't played yet. 
I mean, for the other rookie quarterback, I mean, Daniel Jones kind of came back to, to life. You saw that he was making rookie mistakes in zone, and when there were zone coverages, he was hitting uh, the receiver late. So they were able to make drives and plays and come down and crack down and get that. But moving on to our next game, uh, we had Seattle defeating Arizona in Arizona. Larry Fitzgerald becoming the second on the list in receptions in NFL history. Shout out to Larry Legend. I mean, I think this is what everybody expected. Arizona struggling. I mean, with rookie quarterback, Seattle, a big bounce back win for them after losing to the Saints at home yesterday. I mean, last yesterday, last week. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I agree. Same. Same notion. Does. Shout out to Larry Legend. Shout out to I mean, that, that's really <laughs> Shout my, out to Larry that's really all there really is to say about it. He's so, because he's been in the league so long, and I don't know. I, I don't know why sometimes, he, a lot of times, he's still overlooked. Like, people forget about Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. When he's a legend. Like, he is a legend. League. Yeah, he's. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, first ballot Hall of Famer. Easily. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we had Vikings at Bears, 16-6 to in favor of the Bears at Soldier Field. Adam Thielen, only six receiving yards. Yeah. Kirk Cousins, a bum. <laughs> but the biggest story coming out of this, honestly, Mitchell Trubisky looks like he hurt his shoulder. Um, I don't. We haven't, don't have any concrete word on how much time he's going to miss, if any, if it's going to require surgery. We don't know yet. But um, definitely a huge blow. Yeah, I will say it's not as big of a deal as people are thinking. And to me, the bigger story that comes out of this game is Thielen after the game saying you have to be able to throw the deep ball. Yeah, you have to be able to. You have to be able to connect. Yeah, I I was actually watching that interview. And you could tell he's he's emotional about. It. He's frustrated. And he advocated for Cousins to go there. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. He advocated for him to go there. So the Bears. So let's be honest. Trubisky has been one of the worst NFL quarterbacks in the league. Yep. This year. This year. Yep. So, I mean, he might be getting a step up at this point. Chase Daniels looked impressive. Yeah. Um, and that Bears defense is no joke. So no at the, joke. At the end of the day, it's it's. I think it's the same kind of game plan where Khalil Mack with another forced fumble. Yeah. You just let the Bears play their defense. You kind of control the ball as much as you can, make a few plays, and you, that's their game plan. That's I don't think plan. that short throws, Daniel's coming passes. in. I don't think Daniel's coming in for Trubisky is going to be that big. You think of a it's deal. a wash almost? Yes. At this point, it's a wash. Yes. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I mean, I feel like Mitch would have stepped it up a little bit, but we'll see. What but happens. that's a that's what I'm saying. It's though. a feeling, that's a feeling. I, based on fact, based you're right. off I mean, his performances this year. Kind of a wash. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of a wash. Uh, moving on to our next game, Mustache Minshew strikes again, and Jacksonville goes into Denver. That's my guy, and man. That's my guy. 26-24 win over the Denver Broncos. Leonard Fournette with 225 rushing yards. Finally, we get to see Fournette break out again. This is the Fournette that we were expecting after his awesome rookie campaign. Yeah. It's good to see. I think Denver is one of the toughest Owen four teams that I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Just to be honest with you, like, do you really? Yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you take the, the Jacksonville side of it. Honestly, like, 
If you look at the games that they played, Denver's been in a lot of the games. Yeah. This is their second time. Losing I mean, their defense isn't that bad. On a field goal. Remember, they lost to the Bears on a, on a last-minute field goal. Now they lose to the Jacksonville on a last-minute field goal. They could easily be 2-2. Two and two. They got Flacco, man. I'm not a fan of Flacco. I know you're not a fan of Flacco. I'm just saying this is one of the toughest 0-4 teams. And their mile high is notoriously a difficult place to play. I agree. Right next to Foxborough. So it's a Arrowhead. difficult place to play, and you still let the Jacksonville Jaguars come in and, and beat you. With Minshew. What do you mean with Minshew? Like he's a, well, like he's a downgrade. I like Minshew. Like he's a downgrade. Minshew is the that's my guy, man. Mustache Minshew. He might be rookie of the year. Let's let's. He is. He's good. He is good. He's tough. We we talked about. It. He's a he's a he's a football player. He's a baller. Did you see his quote where he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I don't have the strongest arm. I don't run the fastest, but I know I am where I'm supposed to be." No, I didn't see that, but it's very inspirational. Yeah, it is. It's like, like I'm ready to run through a wall. Yeah, like this guy, you gotta love his story, man. This guy is good. I Washington like him. I mean, he put up he put up records at Washington State. He bounced around from colleges. Mm-hmm. He he almost gave up on himself. He even said, but you know, he had support around him that told him, you know, shout out to Mike Leach, the coach out there at Washington State University. Wow. Yeah, they they got a lot of they got a lot a lot of great quarterbacks coming through there. So. I mean, I think this is a, a great game, obviously, for Jacksonville. It was an exciting game, too. Yeah. Back and forth. Flacco did lead him, leave him, uh, lead them on a good drive score with uh, Sutton, Sutton in the... In the Sutton, uh, two touchdowns on my bench. <laughs> <laughs> I can't trust him. The only, only person I trust from Denver is Philip Lindsay. And Sanders actually be balling. And Sanders. Off of torn Achilles. He's, he's been special. Yeah, he's good. He's always been good. You know the Steelers had him and Antonio Brown at the same time. Crazy. Crazy. Imagine if they kept that nucleus. Sanders. They couldn't. Brown. And now Juju. No, we're not imagining. Can we go on to the next one? This guy wants to start imagining things. (laughs) That's crazy. But, again, huge win for Jacksonville. Stay in pace with the rest of the division. Uh, Last of the afternoon games. This is probably the biggest story of the whole day. Tampa Bay going into Los Angeles and defeating the Rams 55-40. to 40. I was wow. first stab at this one. Just by the way, 55 so, points is a Bucks franchise record. Yes. So, I – this is how I thought the Kansas City-Detroit game was going to play out. I swear. I was that's like, how you were hoping it was going to play out, right? Well, that's what I thought, honestly. I thought it was going to be like a 50-something, 40-point game. No no exaggeration. And shout-out to the Bucks. And Bruce Arians. Came out to play. Well, We said that offense with Bruce Arians under it. It's different. It's going to be different. Um, and they came out to play. Yes, Rams has, has the best defensive player in Aaron Donald, but we talked about this. For whatever reason, they give up a shit ton of yards. Stupid amount of points. It's, remember when they played uh, Minnesota last year? Ridiculous. It was, it was about the same score. It was crazy. Kansas City, too, last year. Yeah. Well, that's Kansas City. Yeah, but it's yeah. Kansas City, but still. Um, I mean, yeah. For for them to let Jameis Winston go out there and cook him, it was yeah. The Rams is all set. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think we said it from the beginning. Like, yeah, the Rams they're gonna be an NFC divisional round team, second round, but they're easily going. I mean, I, they could be a one and done, like a hundred percent in my mind. Well, I don't even know. Uh, we'll see how this season plays out. They're gonna win the division. I, I don't think I don't think the Forty Nine ers are better than them. I think Seattle could beat them. Seattle's been sus, man. Seattle could beat them. Russell Wilson is he's, he's real. He's, he's the real he's, deal. He's nice. He's the real deal. I mean, for me, obviously the biggest takeaway is number one, 
fucking Godwin, man. Yeah, I know. I know. He. One thing I hate, even when I win, I hate leaving money on my bench in Godwin, fantasy football. 40-something points, man. And I had Jameis on the bench. I played Jeez. Stafford. He got me some money, but, yeah, it was. Number two. All right, so this is the real number one. Shaquille Barrett is the best defensive player in football right now. You think so? The way he's playing, he is on a different level. Yeah, that. And it's not like it's not like the Rams' offensive line is a bunch of scrubs either. No, he has been balling. Yeah, they. Uh, so I think it's a huge win for the Bucks. An interception and a forced fumble yesterday. What's the Bucks' record right now? They're two and two. Yeah, I, I like the Bucks. The, uh, but again, the, the NFC South. Unless the Saints start losing games, I mean, what's t- what if? Which it, it can happen though. Yeah, absolutely. They could they could definitely lose games. I think yesterday was the game to lose though. Against Dallas, which leads us into that, to the game that we just finished watching. Saints defeat the Cowboys 12-10 to in New Orleans. First win without scoring a touchdown for the Saints since 1998. Crazy. Crazy. They, well, this, they had a tough matchup last year when they had Breeze. It was Dallas. Low scoring game. Yeah. And and this um, is I, I forgot how to pronounce his name. The linebacker. Van Der Esch. Yo, he is he's a problem. Jalen Smith, he's a problem. He's a problem. What's that other guy that kept running on the on the defensive end? On the right on the right side. They have um Robert Quinn. Was it I think it was him. And they also have um Demarcus Lawrence. No, I know Demarcus Lawrence. He's he's a savage too. He's a savage but too. But Quinn he got yo. He has so much pressure on poor Teddy. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, man. Teddy, Teddy, man. This guy had a he had a rough game, like as far as pressure and all that. Yeah. But he made some big plays and he made some big throws. I liked his accuracy on a lot of like out routes I seen him throwing. I was like, this is impressive. Like, and I I never did not believe in Teddy Bridgewater. I actually liked him when he played. In Minnesota, yeah, but um, yeah, I didn't realize how how scary his injury was when Consworth was talking about it. Yeah, he almost lost his leg. Yeah, like that is that's scary. That's scary. That's scary things. I mean, my opinion. I, this is why I feel like people are so confident in Dallas because they match up so well against anybody because they they can not only just play you know a vertical game on de- defensively. But they also go east to west across the field so well. So yeah. when you have a speed guy like Kamara, like a Gurley, they could defend sideline to sideline with those with those with that linebacking core. There was Rush a, and Jalen Smith. There was a few stops and hits they did on Kamara when it was like third and two, and I was like, man, they're jump cutting with they, Kamara. Yeah, they get to. I was like, that's crazy. Although at the end of the game, they couldn't. They, they couldn't stop the running. They game. couldn't stop it, but. I'm like, man, that defense is talented. Well, that's when New Orleans was like, all right, we're not going to try to stretch stretch the field anymore. Let's just go try to get north and south. Let's yeah. not try to go, you know, pitches, stretch. Yeah, because Murray like started going in there and getting a few, yeah, get a few plays. Going in. right between, you know, right between the guards. I, I think, which I think is smart. Again, when you try to go horizontal on the Dallas Cowboys, you start losing losing yardage and getting negative plays. Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is a huge win for the Saints. You know, this will help them, obviously, in their quest for home field advantage if they can continue to win with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, the, hopefully they don't rush Breeze back too soon. No, I, I think, um, you know, especially if they continue to win, I think that's really great for the Saints. Yeah. Not just because, obviously, they're winning, but 
in the terms of, all right, they don't feel like they have to rush Drew back. Yeah. I, I don't think I, – I didn't expect this game to be a high-scoring game, at least from the Saints part. Because the way Te- Teddy Bridgewater, he's more of like a, a West Coast kind of thing, like, you know, five to six yard. You know, that, that's where he's comfortable. That's where he's most efficient, yeah. five to six yards, quick plays. And obviously getting ahead in the chains. Because you saw, if you watched the game. They should have scored earlier, though. They He hit Josh Hill with a nice pass, right? And he dropped it. And he dropped it. Yeah, right at yeah. like the two or three yeah. yard line. Yep, yep. Um, but if you saw it, like whenever the Saints didn't get a positive play on first down or they had a penalty, you could tell how uncomfortable that offense looked. Yeah. So that's a huge key, getting, behind, getting ahead of the chains, staying on pace. Yeah. I mean, that was the huge recap. Obviously, we had the 49ers and Jets on by, 49ers 3-0. They got Cleveland coming to town next week, and the Jets are going to Philly looking to pick up a fourth loss. Uh, so let's go to the section of the point where we're just going to give you some names from the games, and you're going to tell me how you feel about them. All right. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Quan, your favorite guy in the world, Aaron Rodgers. He's overrated. Aaron overrated Rodgers. Aaron overrated Rodgers. Overrated or do you? Uh, he's overrated. People claim he's the GOAT. That's, you're overrating him. This guy won one Super Bowl. It struggles. And I don't want to hear it's the defense shit because the defense has been carrying him this year. It's true. Defense, that, that's that been the huge surprise. That's been, the I think, the most pleasant thing to see at Green Bay this season. I got one for you. Yep. Kyler Murray. I still like him. I still like him. I think Kyler Murray, I think him and Cliff Kingsbury, I think that's going to be a really good core for some years to come. All right. Next up, Dan Quinn. He got some work to do. Yeah. You think he's on the hot seat at all? I wouldn't be surprised if he was, but I personally wouldn't do that yet. No, if you were were the owner, GM, you wouldn't put him on the hot seat. Do you think they're losing because of his calls? I mean, at the end of the day, if your team's not performing, it comes down to the coach. Yeah. Especially since they were just in the Super Bowl not too long ago. I've seen a lot of Falcons fans mad at Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan was one of the top quarterbacks fantasy-wise last night. Nobody cares about oh, today. Real, if you have to, again, you have to differentiate fantasy yeah. from real football. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I got one for you. All right. Chris Godwin. Oh, my God. I mean, he is, to quote a famous coach, he is who we thought he was. <laughs> yeah, he is. He, uh, un, uh, Questionable Godwin is better than most receivers in the league. Oh, my goodness, man. He's just he's just different. I got a name for you. Devin McCourty. That's my guy, man. I got – well, he's got to pick every game now. Every game. He's always been nice. I remember when they put him at corner, though. <laughs> and <spooky>. Yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to Bill Belichick. I do crucify him all the time. But putting McCordy at safety was one of the best things he could have ever done yep. for that franchise. He sees the field, and he gets to where he needs to get to in a hurry. You think he's underrated? McCordy? Yeah, nobody really talks about McCordy. Oh, you want a name. <laughs> I got one. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. What about Jim Brown? He's a legend. Legend. He's a legend. <laughs> Shout out Syracuse alum. Wow, I got him in my fantasy football pack in my Madden NFL. 
No one cares about that, <laughs> man. Stop glowing. This guy glowing. Now, honestly, Jim Brown, obviously one of the greatest running backs of all time. Browns legend, Syracuse Orange legend. I mean, I don't know why you asked Jim Brown. Maybe because they had those Fantennial programs for the NFL 100. <laughs> I don't know. Is that why you asked me about Jim Brown? <laughs> I don't know. I seen Cleveland, and that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you one. Jim, how do you feel about Har- I know you say you like Harbaugh. Harbaugh. How do you, you think um, Think the Ravens win it at all? Win, win the division? Yeah. that was They were my pick at the beginning of this year. Now... Mind you, I had the Browns sneaking up and, and winning the division the last two years, as we talked about. I think going into this year, everybody would assume they had the better chance of winning the division because of the Odell pickup. And Nick, Vernon. Nick, Nick Chubb was there. Yeah. You know, Kitchens. But with that being said, Kitchens is a young coach. You got a young quarterback, and you have a tough schedule. That's the only reason why I didn't have them winning the division. I think it's they have a lot of adversity going against them. But I think they're a talented team, yes. I think they're only going to lose the division by maybe one game going to the wire, as I previously said. Gruden. Which one? Redskins Gruden. He's definitely is he's definitely on a hot seat. I mean he this year he got kind of dealt into an unfortunate situation where, you know, their starter, their expected starter got hurt and caught McCoy. And and guys. And guys again getting hurt, and then their best receiver now McLaurin's hurt. Um, but still, I mean, he's been there for how many? Almost it was his fifth year, maybe, maybe more. And they don't have really much to show for it. If you're the GM, are you letting him go? No, I want to see what he does with Haskins first. Okay. I think now's a, even if you. I think now's the time to play Haskins. I don't think you go back to Case Keenum. Oh no, I, I agree with that now. So I'm just you, saying, thrown into the middle of that game like that, I didn't like it. I was fine with it. You was fine with it, but and you got lose, and, and Giants rightfully way. so, especially because they're you sucks. guys threw Daniel into the game and he had a miraculous comeback. Oh, Dan, Daniel started the Tampa Bay game. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. He but that's what I meant, though. That's what I meant as like, far as have him start his tenure. yeah, like have like have him start a game. You're coming in mid game like that. I mean, I'm not again. Like I said earlier, I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I mean, I don't think I don't think you're losing anything by going with Haskins over Keenum, and I don't think Haskins is losing anything. People say, "Oh, no, no, his no. confidence, his confidence." I I feel like he still throws three picks, even if he is the starter. He still throws the three picks. It's rookie mistakes. Okay. I don't I don't think his performance changes based on if he starts or not. This is supposed to be like a rapid fire. We're going wait we're doing too much elaborate. You're, cause you're I'm telling you right now, the Giants and Daniel Daniel Jones is a Hall of Famer. And the Giants are one of the <laughs> This guy. Back you want to a his, hot take. That's this your is hot back take. to you being imaginative. No. We are the GOATs. Daniel Jones is the GOAT and we're going to the Super Bowl and we're gonna win it. And we're gonna be the Patriots. We just again. lost like at least thirty followers right now. The Patriots, we're gonna Patriots are gonna be undefeated again, and Daniel Jones is gonna upset them. All right, well, I'll on. take that bet. I'll take that bet. I didn't bet no money. Oh, uh, so you good? You still owe me lunch, anyways. That's all right. Anyways, I'll give you a name. I, you see, I, I forgot because you're going. No, actually, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, impressive. He's been impressive. Can't hate it. That was an interesting stat you threw out earlier with him winning the three games. Uh, Kyle Allen is impressive. 
But I will also say, having run CMC is different. Is different. That That's guy, he is nasty. I was I was just having this conversation last night. If if you had to take the second pick again in fantasy football, are you who are you taking? Are you taking Christian McCaffrey or Cal- Alvin Kamara? Taking McCaffrey. Okay. I was taking McCaffrey before Kamara anyways. Is there a specific reason? Yeah, because, I mean, this is even assuming that Cam was a starter. I watched Cam. I knew Cam was going to be this. I didn't expect Cam to return to MVP form, so I knew they were going to re- rely a little bit more on McCaffrey. And McCaffrey became Cam's favorite target. He's nasty. You see that catch? And with Kamara... Only again with the Saints is it's almost like a, it's like a Green Bay almost a kind of Green Bay effect. Their offense is never one thing; it's yeah. always changing. Yeah, you know Kamara's but, gonna be involved uh, in the game plan, but he's not gonna be as involved as Christian McCaffrey is. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're and saying. they have a decent number two guy in Latavius Murray, who fits their scheme well as well. So where McCaffrey is that three down back every down, he's there. Yeah, I'm taking McCaffrey all the time. Yep. I'm taking McCaffrey over. I'm not taking McCaffrey over Saquon, though. Obviously, knowing what I know now, he's going to get hurt. Then, you, Of course, but I still don't think you take McCaffrey over For those who have, though, you got to respect it. I don't know. I, I would like to know if any of you guys out there drafted Christian McCaffrey. You know what? I'm going to throw this out there. If anybody out there listening... Had a fantasy draft, and you drafted Christian McCaffrey over Saquon Barkley, and you can provide the evidence to me. I will send you an infamously speaking hat of your choice. Wow! But you have to provide the evidence. Yeah, because if and if any of y'all did that, no Photoshop, no Photoshop, because I know some of y'all gonna try. Yep. I got a way to detect that. Yep. Not well. I mean, people drafted Mahomes over Barkley. I've heard. Yeah, I mean they're different though, and at this point it's not a bad thing because because Barkley's hurt. Out. But, but McCaffrey, McCaffrey, I'm I'm more okay with McCaffrey over Barkley than Mahomes over Barkley. Yeah, no, I get it. So, any anything else you want to touch on uh, when it comes to Week Four? No. All right, so I, I want I want to just take a quick peek ahead to the big Week Five matchups that we have going on. I want to get your opinion on them before we sign off for this episode. I'll go first. Okay. And the reason why I'm going to go first is because that Thursday night game, we were just talking about who's going to win this division. Huge one. Who do you have winning, Rams versus Seahawks? I like Seattle in that game. Now you like Seattle. No, I like Seattle in this game because they're in Seattle. Okay. Who do you got, Jets or Eagles? Goodness, man. I mean, Sam Donald's probably still not playing, the Eagles. Okay. I got the, I got the Eagles, too. Jags, Panthers. In Carolina, I'm I'm rolling with Mustache Minshew, man. Me too. I'm rolling with Mustache Minshew. I have to. Vikings, Giants. Giants. Vikings are going to destroy the Giants this game. And we're playing in MetLife? No, Vikings are going to destroy the Giants this game. Only thing, I mean, if they play the way. I don't want to hear all that. We're just picking teams. We're not going to go into it. We'll talk about it later. Danny Dines, Danny Legend. All right. So, Falcons, Texans. Falcons, Texans. I got to go with the Texans. Texans for me too. Bucks Saints. That's gonna be, that's a tough one. That really is a tough one. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Me too. I'm with the Bucks. I'm going with the Bucks. Bucks stay hot. They stay hot and they they they. I feel like they, some controversy. I, to I feel this like league. if they score like 
24 plus points are good. Yeah, and I I believe they can. Bills Titans. That's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be a good game in Nashville. I mean, I think this depends on if, if Josh Allen's ready to play. That's a good. That's a good point. But um, I'm gonna go with Tennessee. I'm gonna roll Tennessee in this. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Bills. Bills defense is formidable. It travels well. But if if Allen's not playing, I'm gonna go with the Bills. I, I respect it. You put pressure on Mariota. Who knows what's gonna happen? Spooky. Cardinals Bengals. Man, who's watching that game? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I, Arizona gets their first one. Arizona as well. Bengals is just 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 hideous trash. Patriots Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, guy. Obviously, obviously, New England. All right, Ravens Steelers. I'm going with the Ravens. Ravens all day. Bears Raiders. Is it in Oakland? It's in Oakland? No, it's in London. Um, I'm going to go with Oakland. You're going with Oakland? I'm taking Oakland. Wow. I'm taking Oakland. I'm taking Oakland for this very reason. Josh Jacobs is going to cook. Josh Jacobs is going to cook. I'm going to tell you why this is not even going to be a fun game to watch. Khalil Mack. Khalil, Khalil Mack's Mack. first game against, o- against, against yes. Oakland. Yes, it, I know. Yes. I'm still taking Oakland. You're bugging. Broncos Chargers. Your your favorite own four team against the Chargers. In, is it in Denver? No, it's in it's in LA. No, nah, I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Packers, Cowboys. That's a good game. That's a huge game. I think the Cowboys bounce back though. I do too. The Cowboys bounce back. And I think uh I don't I don't I can't believe in that overrated quarterback on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> actually speaking of this, so I was actually watching something yesterday. And um, it's actually Deion Sanders, and he said Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFC. Wow. How well, that's a hot take. How do you feel about I that? I feel like we need Deion Sanders on the show. Yeah, I agree. Because that's an you. infamous thought right I there. I don't agree with him. As the best quarterback in the NFC? Yeah. Who else is in the NFC? Russell Wilson. Oh, I like Russell better. Me too. Aaron Rodgers. No, I like you, Dak better you, than Aaron Rodgers. I, I would say that one's about like a like an even for me, but I like Russell Wilson more than I like Dak. No, I'm saying I think Dak is better than Aaron Rodgers. Dak's better than I gotta agree with Primetime. <laughs> That's a tough one. No, nah, I'm just joking. Are you joking? I'm, jo- I'm joking. Towns no, he's not better than Aaron Rodgers. He's not. Yeah, AFC definitely has a better quarterback. So I'm thinking about it. They got Brady, Mahomes. That's like, it. You ain't got to see no more. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Oh, I, I'm kidding. What are you talking about? Best quarterback in the NFC is Daniel Jones. What am I saying? Cut it out. What am I saying? Colts, Chiefs. 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 Sunday night Sunday game. That's a good game. I'm playing all the Chiefs players again. I don't care. That's. I think that's a better bet. I think it's a really good bet. But Colts defense isn't bad. They they were missing their two best defenders yesterday, by that's the way. That's true. Yeah. Still. Browns versus the Niners on Monday night. I'm going, I'm going San Fran. Really? Yeah, I'm taking San. I'm taking San Francisco. I think uh, the Browns they're gonna play good, but I'm taking San Francisco. I think they go to four and zero, especially at home. I think Jimmy G's gonna roll over that defense. I think Kittle's gonna have a crazy game. Go sick, because he's he hasn't had his one of his games yet, and I think Monday night prime time he's gonna be there. Yeah, I think he's gonna ball out. I yeah. think he's a ball out. I think Breed is gonna have a good game too. And they, they started getting that connection. Uh, Garoppolo and Debo Samuel, their rookie receiver, yeah, and a good one has been just yeah cooking. So I think the I think the 
49ers. Did you say who you're taking? You said Cleveland? No. Uh, I'm going to say Cleveland. All right, guys. Dolphins fans, rejoice. Your team is on a bye <laughs> next week, so you can't lose. There you, you go. Can't lose. There you, you can't go. lose. Uh, one thing I want to say, though, I, I wish the NFL would eliminate some of these early buys. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just think, what are you gaining by having a week four, week five bye? You've only played three, four games. Yeah. It's too soon. It's too soon. And then when you need when you need rest later in the season, you're hurting. And I understand you're trying to have a minimal amount of teams on by at the same time. But I mean I I just don't think it's good for the players. Yeah. And that's what they're they're aiming for, as you spoke about exactly. earlier. So. Anyways, before we wrap up the show, any last things, any last words, last remarks you want to make? No, man. I think I think we I think you know this is what I want to do. I want us to create a fantasy football league. Yep. I'm thinking 12 to 14 players and we do something serious, but I'm talking about it now so that we next year we're already prepared. With the, with the viewers? With the viewers. Well, you guys heard that infamously speaking we'll be hosting our own fantasy football league. So now you can Try to fry Quan. It's not gonna happen in fantasy. There's gonna. There's a reason you're listening to me right now. <laughs> there's a reason. There's a reason. I don't have a great voice. I mumble. It's just so. It's not that obviously. It's because I'm a very intelligent person. Sometimes. So you're trying to say you're a fantasy football guru now? No, I wouldn't say that. Although I will say I'm probably the better ones of everybody I know. That's fair. I'd say so. You you yeah. give me some pretty good fantasy advice. Thank you. But I've given you some pretty good fantasy advice too. Yeah, like don't play Godwin. <laughs> With that I'm note, surprised you didn't play Godwin though, honestly. Anyways, guys, thank you for tuning in. As always, think critically, speak infamously. We are out. Stay blessed.